Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Julia Show, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Another nice afternoon. Julia is off for a bit. She's on an adventure. She'll tell us about that when she gets back. So, of course, uh, Holly Roberts is here with us today. That's right. Holly Hello. batting 695. That's, uh, yeah. That is that even a batting average? I don't know. <laughs> Almost impossible, but <laughs> yeah, I just suppose about, it could yeah. be done. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. All right. So, uh, Donnie. What? You, you, I asked you if you watched The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills by osmosis, because that's how you watch right, The Real Housewives. Is. No, I wasn't home last night. I was at the movies. What so. were you see? Oh, $5 movie night. Well, no, I went to a screening. My son and I went to a screening of, because we're just big kids, of The Secret Life of Pets 2. And? We laughed all the way through. You did. You liked it. So I did. How does it compare to the first movie? Because I know they've done a couple of voice changes. They, they did from do the a couple, movie. yeah. Because Louis C.K. was supposed to be one uh-huh. of the voices. They he booted him out. The, yeah. uh, the voice work is really, really good. It's outstanding. Patton Oswalt has a big role in it. Yeah. The surprise voice playing uh, a dog named. Brewster, uh-huh. Harrison Ford. Oh, really? Does that open this weekend? Yeah, it does. Okay. Yeah, it's a delightful. Uh, the kids will love it. How many the, stars? I'd give it a good uh, two and a half stars. That's not, that's, that's not very that's good. That's just a meh. All right, three. Okay, okay. thank you, Jenny. Because if, if it's <laughs> a four-star <laughs> thing, it's like two uh, and a half right. is yeah, on the cusp. You're right. I was being too. Yeah, three stars. Three take, stars. Take the family, take the kids. That's okay. Nice. okay. And then uh, I understand that uh, you have an appearance on Twin Cities Live today. Not that I want anyone to change the channel or anything we, right now. DVR it. I yeah. So what's what's going on? Oh, then? Steve contacted me last mm-hmm. week, uh, and he said, "Do you want to do uh, coffee talk? We'll do it on we'll we'll tape it on Friday over at uh, a Caribou all in, uh, near on the U campus." Yeah, and I said, "Sure." So, with Steve, you sit down with yeah, Steve? you sit down with Steve, oh and God. we chatted for a while, and then mm. of course they'll they'll cut it down to whatever is workable. Elizabeth and, sat down with Julia. Yeah. You sat down with Steve. Nobody's even called me, so oh, I don't know. I don't know You're next. Yeah, no, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know how to take that. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't take it anyway. They'll <laughs> yeah, get to you. Yeah, but no you. one likes being asked last to the prom. Oh, you're my fifth choice. <laughs> I was surprised to be asked at all. You know? Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, of course. I know exactly mean? what that means. Yeah. yeah. So but just, your time will come, Lori. My time will... is uh, not is is really going to be difficult to schedule. Me just FYI, oh, Twin Cities oh, 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 Okay, come on. That's how I'm going to play it. No, I would have. Uh, I would have. Um, 
Uh-huh. I'm trying to limit um, okay. my exposure in the driving world as much as possible with my side cushion. As you heal, you want to stay out of the public eye. <laughs> so, Honestly, until I, you're 110 percent today between three and four. Oh, is oh. that when it's on? Oh. Okay, yeah. All right, Sometimes there it is. Today. There it is. Did he there ask is. you anything surprising? Or Not really? Did you guys? He just... asked me a lot about you guys. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah. I, well, then I'm glad I DVR'd it because uh, we need to know. I'm not saying I said anything good, but he did ask me about it. I know. You you're notorious for throwing us under the bus. You're going to you're gonna spill some tea. Is that what you're saying you is going to be happening in I, this I segment? I I should be honest when I answer his questions. Yeah. Well, I'll be curious to see what you answer because, uh, you know. We'll have to Hollywood speak this Yeah, tomorrow. right. Hollywood speak There'll be tomorrow. plenty of that. Will we? Yeah. Um, I finally, um, Casey... You know, he's like, I don't want to watch Always Be My Maybe. He doesn't want to watch it. He said he didn't want to watch it. He wasn't in the mood for the rom-com, so we watched... I mean, that was quite a rainstorm that we had last night. Yes. Well, that was incredible. That, I mean, I said, Lakeville made a GMA this morning. There was a house. I saw some footage. It got struck by lightning and fire. Fire, and then the road like died. It was like underwater. Cars were stuck. Yeah, so ABC, they were like they're reporting live from a- Apple Valley or Lakeville, Minnesota. Anyway, but uh, so it wasn't like a great night to you know be outside doing anything. So we watched the last. Episode part four of When They See Us, which is the Ava, Ava DuVernay about the Central Park Five on Netflix. It was so good, you guys. It was so good. It, have tissue for that last one. The kid, the actor who plays, who's the oldest of the kids. Remember, the kids were like 13 to 16. His yeah. name is Corey Wise. That kid, that actor is going to be nominated. He His storyline dominates that last one. And it is... Oh, it was just so good. But I mean, I was just like sobbing mm-hmm. at a couple points. And then I was just like, um, that it was just so powerful and, and so, so good. And then I was just like, okay, now I need to watch something else on the complete opposite end of the spectrum. So Ali Wong, how have I not known who she is? Well, she's a great stand-up comedian. She, I think became famous on a national level with her stand-up Baby, Baby Cobra, oh, which was her special, stand-up okay. special on Netflix. And I think she's done a couple others. I love the show featuring Ellie Wong, Tuka and Birdie, which is a Netflix cartoon. Okay. Tiffany Haddish does the voice. Ellie right. Wong does the voice of these two birds. <sighs> they're friends in their 30s, and they're trying to figure out life as friends oh that sounds fun but they happen to be birds birds yes i love it (laughs) well that always be my maybe was just darling julia will love it because it was uh clocked in at uh, an hour 30 perfect oh yeah (laughs) and um randall parker was so good and of course ali wong and keanu reeves playing himself but it was just delightful really delightful kind of coming of age story Starting with this friendship, you know, they're friends. Have you seen it yet? I haven't seen Since it yet. Since they're kids and then, you know, kind of coming of age of like all the stuff you figure out in your 30s. Yeah, because she becomes famous, right? She's a famous yes. celebrity chef. She comes back to the hometown. Town. She meets the old flame, Randall Park, who happens to be working for his yeah. dad's HVAC company. Oh, and then they reconnect yes. and do the, the romantic comedy was so things. good. I was going crazy over her glasses. I heard her wardrobe in this movie. Her is wardrobe a- was amazing. just a- incredible. So, yeah, really... Uh, yeah, recommend that one. It, a couple of people were raving about it that saw it this weekend right yeah, away. And yeah. it's just, it was just really good. But I also got a rave about, uh, 
you know, uh, when they see us and, oh my gosh, that, pro- that, uh, the, the sex crimes prosecutor, that Linda Fairstein, she is just resigning from everything right and left. I saw that. And oh. she Holy continues she to assert that these five boys, because they were boys when they were arrested and yeah. interrogated without their parents, without being told they were, uh, that they were involved, even though they have been 100% exonerated, mm-hmm. DNA exonerated, complete with the confession from the real guy. And she still continues to insist they had something to do with it. Mm. So consequently, people are boycotting her books. She's resigning from everything. And she is played by Felicity Huffman. We really only see her in the first and fourth episode of this four-part mm. uh, miniseries. Just like you're like, what? Yeah. She's like so stubbornly entrenched in this. The she narrative can't admit, of what happened. Yeah. She can't admit that they got it wrong. And mm-hmm. so now they're reopening cases that they did because she was the head of the sex that's for you unit. Wow. You know? Yeah. So really impactful. Yeah. This, this it, it, uh, series. Yeah, it really was. Uh, so I recommend that. And then when we come back, it's our story. We can't get enough. That is Madonna and Maluma singing Medellin, which is uh, the first uh, single off of her Madam X album. So I have been so distraught over Madonna, you know, and I've gotten myself worked into a tizzy. So I thought I would do a little, I thought I got to do a little digging, you know, because why is Madonna so sensitive about her age? Mm. And for a moment there, I was like going, just get over it, Madonna. Yeah. Just you be you, blah, blah, blah. But when I did some digging, just like when I did some digging a few weeks ago, realizing that Madonna is the first artist to put out a, a number one hits album after only five years in the business. Kind of unusual. Yeah. Not a lot of people un- doing that. That is unusual, yeah. So Madonna is sensitive about her age because she has been g- getting carped at about her age, I think, it goes back to around when she's about 45, 46, 47, and all of a sudden tabloids started pointing out her hands. So, and then as a result of that, she started wearing the Chanel lacy gloves. Yeah, maybe she was doing it because of the sensitivity. Why do Madonna's hands look older than her face? Is just one of the headlines. And I mean, uh, how dare she have her awful paws? They had plastic surgeons weigh in on her face and blah, blah, blah. And since then, so that would be 2006, mm-hmm. 2005. Close-ups of Madonna's hands have been as much of a tabloid staple as Victoria Beckham's scowling or somebody else's butt (laughs) or cleavage. No, really and truly. Yeah, I remember the time that you're talking about. I'm looking at this picture of Madonna with Valentino, and she's on the red carpet and somebody's pointing out her hands. And this looks like it was about, yeah, 2005, 2006. We never... See this about men? No, of course we Iggy don't. Iggy Pop this about men. struts around with no shirt at the age of seventy-two. <laughs> Nobody says a damn thing about it. They're just El- like, oh, it's Iggy. He's I- not wearing a shirt. Of course, of he's course. not wearing a shirt. I-, I mean, Elton John. You know, he gads about in his shades and his diamond. You know, the most flamboyant of clothes, and it's like the guys get to conduct themselves however they want without any comment about their age, their appearance what they're wearing, but women can't. So I do, Madonna does have a point and I can see why it hurts because that criticism 
like for for your hands well, starting it, in your mid forties, right? And that criticism, it's just this is the way my body is. So yeah, these exactly are my right. hands. I know, but like you see, if you look at like I, I, I don't know. I guess I just feel like age appropriate, growing old gracefully, and dignity is always used with women. Well, of course, it and is, not yeah. with with guys. I mean, I think of you know. Um, Casey and I were laughing at the jazz festival, John Fogarty. I said, we'll be able to tell how young his girlfriend is by how dark his hair is dyed. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Well, in that whole concept, you bring the point up, Lori, that aging with quote unquote grace and dignity. What the hell does that mean? Well, what that, what I read into that is. Know your place. Yes. That I was going to say control. That is a control statement that you should not go outside of this pre-prescribed box of the way you should look and the way you should act. Because if you don't, it's not graceful. And what should women be but be graceful? Like, what does, come on, what does that mean? Yeah, and I remember there was a thing, um, oh, it was in, do you you like Kate Bush? Did you like her? Okay, and, um, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I, I remember she, there was a Kate Bush show um and uh this would have been maybe four or five years ago and a male critic at the independent said well no matter how much of a yoga regime kate bush is following it is unbecoming of a woman of a certain age to be prancing about in a leotard and leg warmers what the heck is that supposed to mean? Come on. Yeah, you don't you don't see that. So like I really want to Mick like, Jagger was in the dance studio 3 weeks ago it, shimming around that's right. and, and people, we love him in his mesh see-through shirts and, and so pe- I, yes. I just I I need to like be more understanding of Madonna that she's been getting crap about everything she's done and by the way there would be no Lady Gaga and a lot of other people that are free to be who they are is because Madonna was pushing that envelope so there's a great New York Times magazine article that came out yesterday Madonna at 60 and it was kind of a just it starts at the Billboard Music Awards in Las Vegas it's kind of a, it's an interesting really uh, good read but um um she also is on um, oh, the cover of what the hell was the magazine that we just saw? Oh, this is the New York Times magazine. This one and where and I know Donnie, we we do kind of get mad at people when they relay that they feel raped after something happened to them. It's a, a bad, 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 bad analogy. Yeah. And she said don't, after don't Rebel Heart leaked, she felt like she was raped. Yeah. So, but I don't want to get because right. lots of people will say that. But I, I, I do wish it's sort of like I also wish people wouldn't use the word committed suicide. Mm-hmm. No, I understand. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just it's like habit. Yeah. But her point in it was that she was just like she felt violent. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Violated. Violated because it came from inside. Some, yes. Somebody in her inner circle. Because she, she said she was hesitant to, re, what was she going to do? How was yeah. she going to release music after the people that she trusted leaked this album? Yeah, well, uh, some of the reviews, um, uh, they, they were liking it. NME Magazine gave it four out of five stars. They said, uh, for the first time since Confessions on the Dance Floor, the glint of Madonna's I, her visible unpatched I one is, uh, <laughs> it's a sonically restless, but it doesn't imitate current pop trends as much as it mangles them into new shapes. And uh, anyway, so the critics are liking Madame X because it is something different. And um, of course, we do have to remember Madonna has been performing since she was 20. Yes, she has. And in this New York Times Magazine article, she talked about um, Harvey Weinstein because he produced Truth or Dare. Yes. One of the greatest documentaries, documentaries about oh, music. Oh, goodness, yes. Uh, that came out in 91. She said Harvey crossed lines and boundaries and was incredibly sexually flirtatious and forward with me when we were working together. He was married at the time. I certainly wasn't interested. I was aware he did the same with a lot of other women that I knew in the business. And we all knew it. Harvey gets to do that because he has so much power. He's so successful. His movies do so well. Everyone wants to work with him. So you just have to put up with it. And you just deal with it. And she said that was mm-hmm. just sort of the story with him. She also, yeah, this was published yesterday. She said, um, uh, that she also addressed the Donald Trump dating rumors. I did not know that there were dating rumors between Madonna and Trump. Was this the late, the early, with 90s, I 91. guess? The 90s? Yeah. His publicist started it. Oh, uh, which, is, which was probably Donald him. <laughs> it, probably Donald Trump himself, let's be honest here. In a 91 yeah. issue of People magazine, and she said she didn't ask him out. She said, listen, I did this Versace campaign with Stephen Meisel at his house in Palm Beach. And um, and he just kept going, you know, is everything okay? Are you finding yourself comfortable? I mean, she was at Trump's house. Yes, the shooting Mar-a-Lago. at Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. Are the beds comfortable? Is everything good? Are you happy? And she said, you know, he just was, and he did ask her out, but he also was married. And she was like, no, I'm not going out with you. Um, and then what else does she say? Uh she kind of really, she did not like moving to Portugal and becoming a soccer mom. But she did it for her kid because David, I believe, is almost professional level, level soccer player at this jeez, point. Jeez. So, but she doesn't like it? She doesn't like being a soccer mom. And she oh. felt very lonely and she was sort of away. And that's sort of where this album came out. And then I kept, remember, we kept going, God, Madam X, what the hell is with this Madam X? What's with the character, yeah. the it's, eye patch? It's, it's basically John Singer Sargent did a painting oh, of yes. this socialite. You know the story? Oh, Madame X, the, the painting the Madame painting. X, that's what you're talking about. Yes, yes, that is where Madonna's inspiration apparently is from this. So the story is, he does this painting, it's a, displayed at the Paris Salon in 1884 of this uh, socialite. Oh, and, scandalous. And her shoulders are bare. Yeah. Oh. 
And she's turned to the side. And on mm. in profile, she's wearing this black deep cut dress. That would look beautiful today. Showing beautiful. The picture looks contemporary, Madam X. Yes, it, it really does. And she was an American expat uh, Pat, who married a French banker, and she became notorious in Parisian high society for her beauty and rumored infidelities. Mm. She wore lavender powder and was very prideful (laughs) of her appearance. And she was always described as a professional beauty. Oh, so. But it was a very scandalous painting. So Madonna taking inspiration from from this painting and then creating a character kind of based. Now Madonna is getting radio airplay. She is? However, and hopefully she's okay with this, she has segued over to the adult contemporary chart. Well, I feel well, like that's she's okay. been there yeah. for quite some time. Yeah, a so lot of her stuff is Crave like that. Crave is doing okay on the adult contemporary chart. And right. people Gotta are giving home. it okay. four stars. I'm seeing four stars reviews for Madam X across the board. Some people are calling it her most bizarre album ever. That's what The Guardian is yeah. saying. And it, that it's all over the place. It's bold, bizarre, self-referential. So I think we need to listen we to need the to whole listen to thing it. when and it comes out. And then we will make our judgments. Yeah, then we will. And, poor, and Madonna lost her appeal and her suit over her assistant selling the Tupac Shakur love letter. All right, it's oh, out Oh, well, there. another day. <laughs> yeah. Madonna, we're here for you. Yes. Just be you. But be Madam X. We know you got albums to sell and streaming to. I believe my uh, newest duo uh, partnership that I'd love to see go out on the road, even though I know it's not going to happen. Stevie Nicks and Harry Styles. That don't <laughs> I mean? Don't did doubt you, it. They, though they've duetted a couple times now at a couple different things. I feel like they have a great possibility of going out on the road if their management is smart enough. If they just want to do, they're not going to do stadiums, but they'll do smaller theaters well, I said, at a limited number of dates. Stevie Nicks and Chrissy Hines and the Pretenders went out together. That was at the XL. Hmm. Well, I'm sure. He, well, he played the XL the last time he came to town, which yes. I think was the only time he came to town yeah. outside of One Direction. I think people would really go to this because they have chemistry. Yeah, they, Stevie and Harry. They really Aww. do have chemistry. And then um, if you're wondering, uh, is Rihanna just busy being a beauty and lingerie and clothing mogul? Um, yes, she is doing that. But she also rented an actual island and she's working uh, on a new album because we've not we've been waiting for her album for a long time. This would be her ninth album. She needs to record new music, and I'm really glad that she's doing this as much as I'm glad that she's doing the makeup and the lingerie and the clothes. Rihanna, we love your music. We do. You're Listen really to good. this. It's called Osea Island, O'Shea Island. I don't know if, if I'm saying it right. It's um, it's across the pond. And it's located off the coast of Essex. Mm-hmm. Oh, so okay. this isn't a off tropical island. No. She's, oh, no. no. no off, oh. English it's island. English. Yeah. It's 380 acres. It's a luxury island uh, that can be yours if you have enough money. It's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it has an array of small cottages for friends and family. And there's a movie theater, a gym, a pool, all kinds of private beaches. And I don't know how much it costs to rent the island. It has a whole village yes, on it, Lori. I know. Yep. I can't pri- price upon request. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. For the Which island. Which means we can't <laughs> afford it. You right. have if to you ask. Need to ask, you can't afford it. No. Can't afford it. Yeah. No. I know Richard Branson, his Necker Island, 
I believe in season is like 50 or $55,000 a night. <gasps> Something like that. Oh, yeah. It's just like, Yikes. you're like, what? I can't even think I know it. about that. <laughs> anyway, so the island looks really cool. So that's what Rihanna is Yay, doing. Yay, make some music, girl. We Cheryl hear Cray, from you. Crow, excuse me, we've not had any new music from her. She's been busy being a hands-on. You know, her boys were, I think she was like 50 maybe or 48 when her kid, she had her two kids. So she's uh, got her album Threads, which is going to be released sometimes this summer. She's been linked up with Stevie Nicks. For this album, but we've got a clip of her and Marin Morris singing Prove You Wrong. Let's take a listen. It wouldn't take much to prove you wrong. It wouldn't take much to prove you wrong. I got my mind made up and my high heels on. It wouldn't take much to prove you wrong. Definitely country flair. I, I like oh, it. Yeah. She, yeah, she is all country now. She's I guess so. Good. I guess this this album idea came about three years ago, this project. So she's been working on it three years. Started with Chris Christopherson. She recorded with him. And um, she just started calling people that she loved. And she called Stevie Nicks. Stevie did. So I don't know if every single song on this Threads is a duet. Kind of sounds like it. And um, so anyway, Stevie Nicks recorded it and uh, a song, excuse me. And then Marin Morris uh, got involved and um, she's a great, she's like Casey Musgraves, Marin Morris, and then started out writing songs for other people. And then evolved from there. Did Cheryl Crow start out that way or was she just backup uh, singer to Michael Jackson? I know that's where she got her. Well, that's definitely where she got her first break. And I can't remember if, but I mean, she was a background vocalist. She did stuff for Stevie Wonder, Belinda Carlisle, Don Henley. Not a songwriter. No, but it sounds like this could be an album at least. Full of contributions, so Don Henley's going to be on this. Oh, Chris cool. Stapleton, Joe Walsh, Sting. She's also duetting with Keith Richards on a Rolling Stone cover. Don't know which one yet. So I love it. This is what we're always asking for: is for people to do covers <laughs> yeah. or yes. originals with other people and these collaborations. Cheryl, you're it giving re- us what you want. I know what we want. I know it because I don't know. I mean, when is do you buy albums or CDs anymore? I have an Apple Music subscription. That's so what you do. I will yeah. hit tap on the album. Yeah. But I will listen to an album front to back. You Absolutely. Will. Yes. Do you own a um, turntable? No, I don't. No. Donnie, do you own a turntable? No, I do don't. Do you? Uh, I do, but I don't know where in the basement it is in a box. <laughs> So it's not like you're spinning those forty fives when you get home at night. What do you do with all the CDs you have? I got rid of the CDs a long time ago. You did. I've gone through a couple of life liquidations as an adult. Is that what you call it? Life yes. liquidation. And, I like and that. And I think that the CDs got left behind somewhere in Los Angeles in in 2011. Yeah, oh, <laughs> they just wow. got left behind. I know that's what happened. To, I I had adult liquid. What do you call it? Liquidation. A life liquidation. Every mm-hmm. time I got divorced. Right. That's where I lost photo albums and albums and all but kinds of things. With CDs, did you used to have a big binder? 
full of CDs and you'd be able to open the binder and take it with you so that you'd be uh, able yes, to travel I have, with I CDs? Have, I have one of those. The and then I did the, the racks. Yep. The racks. Mm-hmm. You know, da, 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 but I don't know. I, re- I remember a friend of mine, this was before, oh, it might have been like three years ago and she went to like Cheapo or she tried to sell them and she had like, you know, 200 and they're like, oh, we'll give you like $10 for all of them. Yeah. Because, <laughs> well, because the, the CDs aren't cool to listen to. They haven't gotten nostalgic yet because yeah. we've gone no. through vinyl. True. Vinyl, super cool. Albums now are issued on vinyl. Then we've gone through the cassette thing True. where indie bands like to sell cassettes of their music at gigs. And so those are kind of cool and underground. Yeah. But CDs are just like, oh, look at this coaster. That's yeah. real great. I like that. Right. Yeah, I know. I guess I I guess I, I still do buy a CD here and there. When was the last CD that you bought? Lori? Younger. Miley Cyrus's and... But that, that isn't Best Buy doesn't even carry CDs. No, anymore. Target just has like a handful. Mm. And then I'm trying to think if I bought. I wish that there would be some good movies that would do a good soundtrack because I'll never get rid of my CD soundtracks that I have like Big Chill and Dirty Dancing mm. and Clueless and Valley Girl. You couldn't pry those out of my oh, hand because those good, are great no, for road trips. Those those, huh? They really don't do those anymore. I you know, know, but like that, always call me. Maybe that had great music in it. They could do a soundtrack yeah. on that one. I mean, they really that would be a way if you know, Stranger Things had some really interesting music. They could have done a soundtrack for that. Yeah, yeah. You can always find. I bet that always be my maybe the Netflix movie you're talking about, Lori. I bet if you go to Spotify, they probably have the whole soundtrack. They have yep, the whole they soundtrack have already done, it, so you can just download it. That's right. Mm. It's all curated for you. Oh, reminiscing about the days. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, Miley Cyrus. This was uh, really my quite my favorite headline today. She uh, well, first of all, she said um, she's. I love that she can't stop, won't stop uh, fighting for equal or you know for women's health rights. But she did a really cute pose, and her boobs are like she's got two grapefruits. Right over her boobs for Planned Parenthood. Aww, going topless for Planned Parenthood. Yeah. That's yes, how you know does. you're just like a. You yep, know, yep. small-breasted woman when you can... You can cover them with grapefruits. <laughs> I think these <laughs> might even slices. be... They might even be <laughs> navel <laughs> oranges. Small <laughs> navel oranges. Maybe even a blood orange or two. <laughs> She's okay. so damn cute. She is really cute. And uh, Black Mirror Season 5 is out today. She's in one of the episodes. I'm going to be watching. Yeah. Lori, are you too scared to watch Black Mirror? You know... Just take them one at a time. Lori. Yeah, I, I, the binge. first episode of the first season was so traumatic <laughs> in London with that mayor, whatever that was. I know, I know. And then Casey and I were intrigued at how 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 could anyone be that twisted to come up with that? And then we watched like three Black Mirrors yeah. in a row. No, don't no, do that. And then we Lori. never went back to that show yeah. because it was just, that is not a uh, show to binge. Bad. Season two had some amazing episodes. Bryce um, Dallas Howard. Yes, that you? was a, that was really amazing, her, her episode. Yeah. yeah, if Lori, if you watch any episode watch of that one. Black Mirror, go and watch that one with Bly- Bryce Dallas Howard in it. It has everything to do with the way we live now, oh, with yes. social media. media. Yeah. It will make you terrified, but not in a grossed out way no. just, it, it yeah. will just really resonate and then there's a couple of others in that season too just watch them one at I'll a watch, time yeah that's don't binge exa- watch that show yeah i agree and it's kind of like that that show the ava duvernay when they see us that would be hard to watch all four 
of those in a row. Yeah. You know, just because it, you really have to process it and take it in. And then, you know, Bryce Dallas Howard, she is really quite the actor when you think about the different roles that she's played. What she's willing to do, she plays Elton John's mother in Rocket Man. Did you see Rocket Man, yeah, Lori? Yeah. Do you recommend? So good. So good. So good. It that that is ready to go to Broadway the way that show is done because it really is a musical mm-hmm. because they tell the story through song, even though of course there's dialogue in a in a storyline. But Bryce Dallas Howard playing, um, you know, Taryn Edgerton's mom. You know, he. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. As, as they're not that far apart in age, but how they're able to um, do the makeup and everything. But like, you're... I was afraid of her. <laughs> Sitting in the, you know, she was just uh. really quite something else. And uh, uh, she, the, the, the story is, is that at her, for her 90th birthday, she and Elton were not speaking. And she hired an Elton John lookalike to perform oh. at her party. Oh, mom. <laughs> so. Now, is that a soundtrack? Speaking of movie soundtracks, oh, I, well, you the know, soundtrack to Rocket Man because it would be because it's kind of like all the like seventies stuff and yes. it's early stuff. It's yeah, it would be good. That's a good one. But it's Taron Egerton singing. Well, did you like him singing? I, I did, but you know, I don't know if people would buy it. I don't know Taron Egerton singing Elton John soundtrack. I, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, but you know, that movie is really good so if it's like raining on sunday that is if you're i mean even like julia said oh, i don't even know if i'm that interested in a story and i said well you don't realize that you are interested into it but when you think about it makes sense i mean even with the bohemian rhapsody both these guys you know coming of age You've got to be quiet about your sexuality. Keep it a secret. You know, oh, it, it, and in England, it's against the law until what, the mid-70s? Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, so it is like a really, I don't know, uplifting. And it makes me feel hopeful for more musical biopics coming down the road that are going to be good. Cool. Yeah. Exciting. All right, listen, we come back. Uh, well, staying on the TV topic, Handmaid's Tale. I think you could start streaming it last night at 11. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, uh, and it's on Hulu, and they only release one episode. For this one, one episode a week, I believe. Yeah. You might get the first two. Okay. But after that, I think it's one per week. So, Donnie always loves it when he can check in with Michael Strand, giving an interview in the uh, Good yeah, Morning yeah. Americans. My favorite. Good Morning America studio. <laughs> so, we'll, we'll be back with uh, Elizabeth Moss. So, I squeeze out the lime on the ice on my drink, and the juice hits the cuts of my fingers. It still doesn't burn. As much as the of you. Taking a vacation. Uh, so anyway, Holly, thank you for filling in. Of Appreciate course. it very much. Yes. Um, okay, Donnie's television star appearance has already happened. I'm sure people are tweeting you and calling and emailing. <laughs> no, I got nothing, actually. Yeah, nothing, nothing, nothing. Okay, so The Handmaid's Tale. Uh, it's the third season of Hulu's uh, 
series based on the Margaret Atwood novel of the same name. And um, it's weird since it debuted in 2017. It's weird how it has toggled awkwardly between what's happening in real life yes. with the tax on women's right. rights yes. through their mm-hmm. bodies and then what we see in this fictional it's real, world real life Gilead. imitating art yeah, uh, yeah. And because I, the first season uh, is based on the novel the handmaid's tale that was written in the 80s right and then they go off book after season 1 so then even more in season two, the writers on the show are able to look at the way we live now and refract that yes. in the show. And it's basically a world where women are assigned to men as property. And I remember I resisted watching this show. And I remember you said you yeah, didn't want to watch it. I didn't want to watch it because it scared me because it, it, it felt like it, it feels like women's vaginas and uteruses are under attack. And, you know, just. Yeah. My word, I mean, the military spends $42 million a year on Viagra. Mm-hmm. If men could have abortions, they would be free to everybody in the world. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It, I mean, it's just kind of ridiculous. So I think that's why I didn't want to watch it, because I was mm-hmm. like, oh. Well, you, right, you feel that way, and then watching this. And then seeing what's seeing, happening in real life. Ooh, it's, it's a lot. This is not a show to binge. No, no. no. But, and, and I think that's good they don't do that. But I remember like in one of the opening in that first season, the Leslie Gore song, You Don't Own Me. It's yes, weird how they, yes. I mean, it's brilliant how oh, they yeah, use the yeah, music. Yeah. There are some scenes that are difficult to watch for sure. Oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah, show. because it, 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 it the series is always stressing how, um, or asserting how empowering it can be, while straining at the same time to keep the characters in subjugation. Yes, as they're trying to escape, know, escape the, yes. from this. They're trying to escape Gilead, this Gilead. authoritarian fundamentalist regime yeah right which is the u.s basically which yes, is the united the states everything south of canada uh-huh. right yes anyway so elizabeth moss is brilliant she does the eyeball acting of the century <laughs> i think it's true and samara wiley is also on it and they both sat down with um uh you know good old michael strayan just to talk about uh handmaid's tale coming back tonight on hulu this isn't just a show. I mean, you see for Halloween, you see for um, protests, people are wearing the same outfit that are worn on the show and for solidarity. So, how has it been to see the impact of this in real life, though? Uh, it's such an honor, honestly. I mean, that's our, you know, those are our work clothes. That's our, mm-hmm. you know, thing we put on when we go and do our job. Um, but I get inspired when I see women out there wearing that costume and standing up for what they believe. Um, that actually inspires me. I think that they're doing the real work. I think that they're out there on the front lines. And, and so I, I feel honored to put on mm-hmm. that costume with them, you know. I feel like that is exactly who we are representing. Mm-hmm. Um, and to see that we, um, that people are out there wearing those things and uh, wearing the, the, the handmaid's costumes, it just, it, it gives me a heightened sense of responsibility um, in terms of what we are making. It is television, but at the end of the day, it can elicit real change. Um, so it, I, again, I'm really proud. So, and you yeah. do see that more and more that people dressing up as the women from Hands Me mm-hmm. Tail to protest the decisions that are being made. Well, you immediately see the red robe and the silhouette of the hat, and you immediately understand yeah. what, what they are is. saying. Did you read that book? I did. 
did you read it like in college was a signed book in a, a literature class? Do you remember? Or I think that, that you I guys read discussed it, it in. I didn't. No, not in no, a literature okay. class, but I think I read it independently because I always kind of mm-hmm. like the a good dystopian. Yes, stressful, yeah, me too. stressful yes. novel. Yeah. Which stressful this, novel. Yes. The Handmaid's Tale very much is in that vein. Yeah. Okay. Let's play the just uh, the next one from Elizabeth Moss and Samira. This show also has its own terminology. And I hear you kind of adopted some of that into your real life. Yeah, sometimes it's hard not to pick it up a little bit. Do you do that or am I the only I, one who does uh, t- Tell me what you do. <laughs> I don't know if I do it yet. <laughs> sometimes it's like something good happens, I'll be like, oh, praise be. But like, without any irony. And then, like, or someone will say under his eye to me and I'll respond. Although on those occasions, sometimes I can't, I blank and I don't know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Do you um, do the same thing? I, you know, I, I, I don't say it like that. No, not, not necessarily. Um, but I was on a plane. I was on a plane one time, and there was this flight attendant who um, I, I didn't know. I had no idea she was familiar with the show. Um, she was just a lovely flight attendant. Mm-hmm. And when I got my food, um, blessed be the fruit. I was like, oh my goodness! Blessed be the, be the fruit. fruit. Oh. Yes. The reviews for this season three are lukewarm at best, and it's. I think they were for season two also. They were and because it's care. past the book, and it did care. end on quite. A cliffhanger. Yes. yes. Um, for season two, I, I know I'll still watch it. Oh yeah. Now, anyway, just really, I'm. The performances are kind of amazing, even if the storyline. I never really get that worked up if the storyline, like it's like the Game of Thrones things, when so many people were like, ah, mm-hmm. you know, I it kind of for me the acting on this show is so. Each and every one of the people are just like yeah, so good. Yep. What's his name's brother? Oh yes, uh, Joseph Fines. Joseph Fines, Fines. as the really commander. Good. As the commander, yeah. Yes, and, and Yvonne this, Stravinsky as his, his wife, wife. Yeah, Serena Joy, and Dowd. You know, and so Dowd there's some great. just very powerful. And if you need to go to the other end of the spectrum, where it's beefcake sopranos i recommend animal kingdom on tnt oh, God, beefcake <laughs> sopranos <laughs> if you need a little bit of break beach <laughs> cake ellen barkin's still in the show right oh, yeah. she's everything the fact that she has not got nominated for anything is i think just because they think the show is too soapy uh, it's on tnt or whatever snobby about it yeah and um uh, the um uh, Pose comes back January 11th on FX. June 11th. June 11th, excuse me. That is, that is a great show. So there's a lot of good summer TV happening. Kind of, and that one is, um, I guess we're going to see in this um, second season of Pose, the Madonna issue of mm. Voguing oh. will be addressed okay. uh, in that. Be- the issue being that Madonna ripped off Voguing from... The performers oh, in New York City. City. Oh. She and didn't stole give moves. enough credit. Oh, yeah, but to me, it's like, well, then more people knew about it because of Madonna. That was the other side. Well, how would ever, how would that have ever broken out of the bubble? Right. You well, how do you t- put it in her advantage? Don't you, Lori? You always have a way of giving. <laughs> well, I get it's, your point, Lori. It's where true. it's like, okay, ball culture in New York City. It wasn't. We, it wouldn't have gone mainstream. We wouldn't have known about it if not for Madonna. But then at the same time, did she pay enough homage to the people who? Originated it. How much homage do you got to do? Uh, I mean, to something that's like that. I know, right? You know? Uh, I don't know. Anyway, all right, that's enough TV for now, people. Bye, TV. Bye, TV. Uh, When we come back, oh dear, we got to play Jeopardy, and I'm up against Holly, who's like, you know, practically went to college.